0: To a special Monday edition of Wallowing in the Shallows, the podcast that skirts the perilous drop-off of a deep dive into television and movies. We are academic nerds aspiring to become TV and movie geeks. Our new no spoiler guards in the shallows to listen at your own risk. This week, join us for a wallow in Loki season two.
1: Hey, hello peeps! Welcome to Wallowing in the Shallows. This is Tori. And this is Rebecca. And today we are talking (laughs) about Loki season two, episode one Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Okay. Wasn't sure I was saying that correctly, but I was so excited for (laughs) season two to begin. One of my first few notes is Tom Hiddleston is gorgeous. Did you like all his hair flips when he would time slip? (laughs) Everything about him was perfect. Everything (laughs) about him was perfect. And, you know, I've gone back, I went back and watched the last episode of season one and then a little bit more from earlier because it has Mm -hmm. been a while since (laughs) season one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I needed to remind myself what the heck was going on and even in the best of times this is quite confusing stuff Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: I would like to start with a general impression of this episode and say I really enjoyed it and even with the even if I hadn't tried to catch up with some other stuff I just thought things were so clever between Loki and Mobius Mm -hmm. and love the introduction of obi yes i mean fantastic he could Mm. not fit better into this mad capped bunch and so i'm very excited to talk about it and i'm very excited for this season because i i just i enjoyed episode one what were your initial impressions of this episode
0: oh i really liked it i thought it was fun i thought the humor was really smart yeah, and and you got it kind of when you needed it. There's mm-hmm. the serious bits, and Tom Hiddleston does an amazing job conveying both urgency and fear and concern about everything that's happening. And those can get a little bit intense. And then there's these bits of this really smart humor thrown in. Yes. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. And um, yes,
1: actor that's playing Ob Ki Hu Quan is that his name? How you say that? I'm not sure if that's exactly how you say it. I I just am not sure. Ki hui Quan. But that is that is the guy from Harrison Ford's well, the, not yep. last arc, but Temple Raiders of, of the Last arc. Yeah, Temple, yeah, yep. Doom. Yeah. And Goonies, and Goonies, and Goonies. <laughs> it was just it was just so great and there're just there're just these moments that are interspersed and we'll mm-hmm. get to all those yeah and just first of all i mean we just pick up exactly where season 1 ended mm-hmm. you know we're just mm-hmm. right back in it with mobius not knowing loki but then that just so quickly does end up getting resolved right we find yeah. that he's sort of jumping around i mean he's time slipping that's the term mm-hmm. we learned that he's doing right. and just luckily of all the infinite points in time that he could show up in he seems somehow tethered to the quote unquote now the right. place with mobius because right. he keeps coming back to it right i wonder what
0: is keeping him tethered to that time beyond yes. the plot needing it <laughs> maybe we'll find out maybe we'll find out before we kind of get too deep into it i just want to give snaps to the directors there were actually two Mm -hmm. uh justin benson and aaron moorhead i liked a lot of the choices they were making they did a lot of handheld stuff which i thought was pretty interesting particularly when uh loki was time slipping i think it's to kind of make it seemed jarring, right? Because that's what he's feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I really liked that choice. Of course, the writer, Eric Martin, kudos, dude, amazing. And nice. I really liked the music. Ah, the music was by Natalie Holt. And I just wanted to make sure that
1: I gave props to her. Nice. I'll have to watch, I'll have to watch again with an ear more mm-hmm. for the music. I can't say that struck me as much, but mm-hmm. it certainly didn't distract me. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should at least kind of place where we're beginning here, that Loki and female Loki, Sylvie, Mm -hmm. went to the fortress at the end of time and Kang, right? Is he ever called Kang in?
0: I I don't think they do. Loki only ever refers to him as
1: he who remains. He who remains. Okay. Then we'll call him he who remains. He who remains is there, and essentially offers Loki and Sylvie you take over you mm-hmm. take over this precious timeline stuff i it's yep. for the young and Sylvie is very untrusting, and Sylvie kicks Loki out of out a time door, and yep. she kills Kang and what Kang said, oh sorry, what he who remains says. <laughs> Is if you kill me, all of my others who are way worse than me are Mm -hmm. going to be unleashed. And so this is the warning.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Sylvie's responsible for all of the chaos that ensues in the Marvel Universe.
1: Yes, yes. And so Loki is desperately trying to warn folks at the TVA Mm -hmm. that this is happening. And the TVA has had this grand revelation that they are all variants and Mm -hmm. that they're really killing people in
0: these these
1: other timelines. And so just complete chaos. And you don't know how they're going to navigate through it. But yet somehow in this episode we just kind of plotted forth in mm-hmm. in some way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how that knowledge of what really happened when timelines were pruned affected, I like how it affected B-15.
1: Love B-15. Can't wait to see more of B-15. I felt like this was a light, a B-15 light episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but boy, mm-hmm. I love her.
0: Well, I'm hoping, right? Because she's in the final scene when... General Dox and her, I'm going to call them stormtroopers, even though I know that's not technically correct. They're time agents.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'll just try to use that, but General Dox reminds me of a Nazi general, so hence the stormtrooper thing. Do you recognize Dox? I did. I did, I did, I did. I kept... I'll wait until we get to that. Okay. Some stuff to say, but I did recognize her. Okay. I was really happy with. I mean,
1: Gamble was easy to recognize because we had just seen her in something, but Doc's it's, it had been a little while.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Also, I just love this Mobius Loki relationship and I love how Mobius just, you know, he's all in he's, he's, you know, Mm -hmm. and man, he's, he's willing to risk his skin getting peeled off. (laughs)
0: I love Owen Wilson in those scenes. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. When he's not saying anything, he's saying
1: everything. Yes. Yes. But again, we get ahead of ourselves. Yes. Yes. Because, okay, so at first, again, starting just where we left off, Mm -hmm. nobody knows who Loki is.
0: Right. Which was a little bit, of course, confusing to us as the audience, right? Yes. Because... While we know the TVA is different, I know I assumed it was only different because he who remains was killed by Sophie. Sylvie. Sylvie. I'm not sure if I call her Sophie. No worries. I didn't realize, of course, until this episode that it was actually in the past.
1: Yeah, I must admit, the, some of the time stuff is a little confusing to me, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. trying to track when the statues were where mm-hmm. and then when Loki, like, blasts that tapestry. and mm-hmm. uh, So I'm not sure I totally understand all the time jumps, to be honest, but uh, that's well, not going to stop me from persevering. Right. I did
0: watch Eric Voss a New Rockstars. Oh, that was smart. See what he had to say. And he actually did a whole episode about the time because he said it, it was confusing for him too. Wow. And he got out a whiteboard and was trying to chart everything. And so, what he figured out is there's like OB of the far distant past 400 yes, years ago. Yes, about 400
1: years ago. Right? Yes. And then
0: he found there's this block of time before the timekeepers. And so that would be like seeing all those Kang faces on the wall. Okay. And then there's the present. And okay. And then there's the near future. Yes. And then, of course, there's still references to the end of time. Yes. And so he thinks that those are the main kind of, that's like kind of the timeline of this episode.
1: Although okay. Although,
0: of course, all jumbled together.
1: Okay, I think I was pretty clear on what was present and what right. was the 400 years ago. Right. But I think the way back was what I was confused about. So we'll we'll address that as we get to those parts. Okay. But because there was when he, when Loki, well, we'll get there. Loki hears a conversation that is different on that old-timey tape player thing. Right, right. So- and that was my understanding was with all the king, people. So that would have been way back.
0: Yes. And oh, evidently, yeah. well, I mean, Loki talks about everybody's minds getting wiped, which is why they yes. can't remember anything. And yes. he, Voss, and I didn't really think about this. And I should have, after hearing that recording, I know the one you're talking about, mm-hmm. that everybody's minds were wiped. mm Including the other person on that recording.
1: Who was Renslayer, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, okay. because the recording really suggests, right, that she was basically his right-hand person. Right, right. But she, if we think back to episode, or season one, that's not really what comes across. Like, she's a judge. Mm-hmm. But she seems surprised by some of the stuff too. So even her memory was wiped for whatever well, reason and, we don't know yet.
1: And we know she's a variant because we right. saw her high school. She was right. like the principal of a high school or so, or a college or something, right? When and so B fifteen was, you know, like, look what's going on here. This is what's happening.
0: Oh, I'm hoping you know by the end of this season that we'll understand how. Runeslayer as a variant became so important to he who remains.
1: Yeah. Now. And then
0: what happened to cause everybody's minds to be wiped?
1: Right. Oh my gosh! Good things to come. Okay, let's. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and we can't. We can speculate, but what mm-hmm. we have right now in front mm-hmm. of us is mm-hmm. episode one. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
0: I was happy, of course. To see the Green Marvel Studios thing,
1: yes, and I did
0: catch some new people in it.
1: I saw Ms Marvel,
0: yes, come on us yes. Love I loved I mean, I loved that series. I don't know what other people's problems are with it, but I loved it. Who, I uh, couldn't agree more um, I saw Jane from Thor, right? She's the Mighty Thor, I think, okay, in the l- most recent Thor movie. But I missed a lot. And again, this is from New Rockstars. Moon Knight's in it. Oh, Moon
1: Knight. Remember that one? I liked that one, too.
0: Oh, I love that one. She-Hulk, which okay. I also enjoyed for its com- comedic effect. She-Hulk was fine.
1: She-Hulk yeah. and Hawkeye mm-hmm. are not mm-hmm. super high on my list, but they were fine.
0: I really liked Hawkeye, too. But anyways,
1: Shuri yeah. from Black Panther.
0: Oh, And this is the one I want to go back and look for because I totally did not see this at all. Miss Minutes.
1: Oh my gosh. Miss Minutes got a cameo in the (laughs) Marvel.
0: Which also suggests, right, that she's a pretty significant character. So she's got to be coming back. Right. Right. But, anyways, I was always, it just made me happy to see it yeah well a lot of people I don't know if your people that you listen to have been saying this but I've he- been hearing
1: a lot of talk about Marvel fatigue I have heard that yes I don't have it <laughs> <laughs> you've got a big capacity for I Marvel. got a big capacity for Marvel <laughs> well I I feel you know how excited I've been for this one yes yes so Loki is really high on my list I I can't even believe this is the same guy right I mean Mm -hmm. Loki's character has deepened and I mean what Tom Hiddleston has done with Loki is like I mean Frankenstein's monster needed this kind (laughs) of representation you know to really tell the tale and Mm -hmm. show the good (laughs) okay so he warps. Okay, we have the whole thing where he gets in the vehicle that crashes, which I, I when that woman I think plunges to her death, which is unfortunate. But when when uh, Loki comes out of there, I'm like, I'm all right, I'm okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, through. I thought that too. In fact, that was one of my big questions: Did the mail deliverer die or not? Yeah, evidently. And again, thank you, Eric Voss. And new rock stars went you see loki and he's like she's all right and you can so he's facing the camera Mm -hmm. the mail car is in the distance kind of not flying in a straight line oh no evidently she did survive
1: okay well that's i'm i'm glad to hear it yes yes and so then he warps again and now casey recognizes him and I had to go back and figure out who Casey was. I was like, "Who's Casey?" Oh, I did but, remember him, yeah. But then I've I've refreshed my memory on that, and so now Casey recognized him, and so now we seem to be back in now time.
0: We're in the past. Oh, when Casey recognizes him? Yes, we're back. in When the Casey
1: recognizes him? I I already jumped ahead. If you want to say anything about the past bit, you you're welcome to it.
0: No, that's fine.
1: Okay. So I did have to actually really kind of the next thing that I have, I mean, I've got something about Mobius wants sea and jet skis. (laughs) That was kind of funny, but Renslayer is missing. And we know that from the end of season one that she left. And she definitely has some additional contact with the one who remains. And we've got this new judges council, general docs and this judge gamble want Mm -hmm. to see Mobius and Judge Gamble was not in last season, right?
0: Neither of them were.
1: Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought Docs was, but I don't. Okay, remember
0: her from last season? Let's check out IMDb. Okay, here we go. Nope, she's. This is her first time. That's what I thought. Okay, okay. Well, so, we have all new leadership then. We do well, and that's because Renslayer's gone. Yeah, which is the what vacuum. what what the douche hunter.
1: Hunter is he like X-25 or something? He is X-something. I had X-5. He's okay. just X-douche. Okay. Okay. X-douche. X-douche. And and okay, let me just make sure that X-douche is the one that seems to have a little bit of an extra connection with Doc's. Like it seems like she's his mom or something.
0: That's what I thought. I was like, that's just as creepy as Game of Thrones. And, I, and then I wrote down... Is she breastfeeding him too?
1: Isn't that funny? (laughs) That seems about right. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that whole scene made me uncomfortable. And I absolutely love the look B-15 was giving them. Like, what
1: the hell? (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. So what you've alluded to, and we might as well just go ahead and say it, that... Dox is the same actor who played Caitlin Stark's sister. Uh oh shoot, what was her name?
0: I know it starts with an L. Lisa.
1: Is that it? Lisa. Lisa. I think it's Lysa.
0: She does creepy really well.
1: She does creepy really, really well.
0: <laughs> and that actor's name is Kate Dicky. Gosh, she has done a lot. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so we've got General Docs, aka Lysa, uh-huh. Judge Gamble, aka yep. from Good Omens. <laughs> yep. Liz Carr. And Liz Carr. I, know, I actually shouted out. Seracle. <laughs> love her. Love this for her. Love mm-hmm. her kind of roles of power here in these shows. Mm-hmm. And not the sleeping guy. Yeah,
0: he's not really identified at all. That was weird. I just called him weird sleeping guy.
1: Yeah. Shall we then go back to do, do you want to say I mean we jump forward to the scene where she was being creepy, but it, right. we jump back and we have the talk, you know, Loki is in this war room, the same war room, but there are Kang faces everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so this is what you're saying is the way, way past. And it's the this time is before when,
0: yeah, before the timekeepers. Before the timekeepers. Right. So when he was kind of overseeing everything himself. And then yes. again, something happens to make him put those timekeepers into place mm-hmm. to—I um, don't know—misdirect people or whatever. I'm not. We don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, Loki's in the past at this point, point.
1: and he listens to the same tape player that the later time listens to and hears Loki talking, but right. instead, it is Renslayer and He Who Remains,
0: right? Right. And so something happens after that that causes him to wipe everybody's minds. Yeah. Yeah. Voss proposed, and I hadn't thought about this, that perhaps this problem with the time loom
1: Mm -hmm.
0: is predestined to happen in each of the TVA kind of time periods. And then everybody's Mm. mind gets wiped. Oh, wow. Wow. That will be interesting to see if he's on track with that.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so. The, then I've jumped back. I, I don't have it. Do you have anything else about that time with Loki in the way past the past before the timekeepers?
0: I remember thinking, I don't think I wrote it down when we first see all those faces, like someone really likes their own
1: countenance. No doubt. He it had himself like everywhere. everywhere. hmm. Mm hmm. hmm. He so he really wants
0: everybody to know that he's watching
1: yeah yeah and it was interesting that all that was done was just a little tapestry was put over those yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: that loki loki reveals so yeah. loki comes back to present right and again just love hunter 15 she B- hunter 15. 15 yeah mm-hmm. be 15 yeah, B-15 is such a badass. She's had a real come-to-Jesus moment, and she's bringing everybody along with her. <laughs> yes, she is. Okay, so Sylvie is really, they all want to find Sylvie.
0: Yes, bad. I mean, they're like hunting dogs on the scent of a fox.
1: Oh, yeah, and but it, it is also amazing that our Judge Gamble says let's stop pruning the timelines i was yeah just make that be, call
0: yeah she seemed to have some kind of real well maybe this was her come to jesus moment because she talks about how she's always just been guilty 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 mm-hmm. so clearly maybe something's going on in her head that you know they haven't really had proper data or proper evidence and maybe they've been doing some stuff wrong we better stop pruning until we really figure out what the heck's going on here
1: yeah yep at least put at least do a ceasefire for a while right until we till we figure stuff out right but it seems as if Docs is kind of in the lead of the army to go after sylvie
0: well she's the general and judges aren't usually field people
1: that's fair that's fair. It all it all the, the the proper channels are being followed.
0: Yes. Yes. Did you jump every time Loki like would pop back in really quick?
1: I wouldn't say I jumped, but <laughs> it was it was intense. And I loved how Mobius was like, oh, it's not that bad. And then he says, I can't keep looking because it's horrible.
0: I loved the Girl in the elevator. Oh, yes, <laughs> she. I, mean, I know they didn't give her any uh, lines. She didn't they need in, them. Want to pay her more, but she did a great job with just that look of like oh. abject <laughs> horror. And I loved that the I'm sorry the captions. Did you have captions on? I think so. And just when they like get to her, it just says gulp. <laughs> I didn't catch that. She did a good job, whoever that actress was. She did an
1: excellent job with her gulp. So shall we go ahead and meet Obi? Anything you want to do before meeting Obi? Let's
0: talk about Obi. I mean, I really did. Oh, wait You know what? Before we get to Obi. Sure. So this is Mobius and B-15 at the TVA, and they're discussing telling everyone the truth. Yes. They're really all variants. And Mobius says, every, you know, how are people going to react if you tell them everything you've been doing is wrong and all your gods are dead? Mm-hmm. I couldn't help but think that this is really kind of one of the problems that we have today, that people are afraid maybe deep down that, you know, maybe what they're believing isn't right and it makes them be more fervent. Mm. About their religion, it's just something that I've been thinking about for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. Is there some deep-seated fear that what you've believed in your whole life isn't true, and maybe that's mm-hmm. what makes some people react the way they do or act the way they do? Mm-hmm. But I, I remember thinking when I heard Moby Moby say that, like they would react very badly, mm. very badly. So anyways. Yeah. All Thoughts. (laughs) I occasionally have them. Uh, You you do. (laughs) All right. OB.
1: Yes. So this is where the name of the episode comes from.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: And we should visit this. The Ouroboros. Is this the snake that's eating its own tail? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay.
0: I did have to look it up, which I'm ashamed to admit. I should have known it. That's actually first been identified in ancient Egypt. Mm. And it shows up in ancient Greece. I was like, how did I not know this?
1: That's amazing. So now I go ahead. It's been
0: making me think if his name is Ouroboros. Yeah. What does this mean? That has to be something perhaps a little significant. And Ouroboros, it's been both a not a gnostic and alchemical symbol so it can okay. mean the unity of all things both material and spiritual you know that never changed form but if it is linked to alchemy you know that can be a little iffy but it's also linked to norse mythology and oh. i'm going to totally butcher i do not know how to speak this language at all but i think it's jormungandr j-o with the what is that? The umlaut? Umlaut. Yeah, and the R, and then it's it's J O R M U N G A N D R, which basically means the world serpent. Mm. But get this. This is the part that really caught my attention. When your <laughs> mm-hmm. I should just say world serpent. When the world serpent releases its tail, Ragnarok begins. Oh my gosh. So that could be a very interesting thing. Also, in Norse mythology, the world serpent is also wait for it, Loki's child.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: So that's now crazy. I'm really interested to see if any of that
1: is going to play into this somehow. Wow. Wow. I mean, a connection to Loki seems pretty significant. Right. Even right. the fact that it has a connection to Norse mythology is right. a pretty significant thing.
0: Right. And uh, we already, well, because I was doing a little bit of research and I was curious about where Sophie is. Sophie yes. And, Sylvie. And, Sylvie. Why do I keep calling her Sophie? I don't know. Probably because I have a student named Sophie this quarter. But anyway, uh, Sylvie... Shows up in Oklahoma. Was it Braxton, yes. Braxton, something like that? In the comics, that is where Thor rebuilds Asgard after Ragnarok.
1: Oh, I'm so glad you know that. Because I was like, what is significant about this time and place? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's
0: what it is. It's a, a shout out to the comics. Whether or how they bring that into play in the mm-hmm. series,
1: we'll we'll have to see if they do TBD. Right, right. Well, that's amazing. Uh my observation seems a little trite compared to that. We <laughs> definitely have to be on Ouroboros watch and yeah. the connection with Loki. What struck me was the Ouroboros eating its tail creates a circle, right? right. A mm-hmm. kind of this infinite thing upon itself, right? and mobius's name the mobius strip right is that figure eight that turns in on itself you know right. and i just thought well isn't that interesting right. that these two infinite representations if you will mm-hmm. have these very long lives right this 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 sort of time that cannot even be counted it's right. been so long right
0: And I I was trying to remember from season one, if they talked about time in any kind of cyclical thing, like events have happened
1: before or anything? Right. Could this be the reason their memory has to be wiped? Because it's sort of like the cycle starts again. Yeah, yeah, could be. Oh, fascinating stuff. Yes. So it's interesting because Obi seems to have a much better memory about mobius that mm-hmm. mobius does about obi yeah. well that tells us that obi's mind is not wiped right because so you think mobius years. so you're saying you think mobius's mind has been wiped since this 400 years ago
0: well mobius even references it right when he and loki are getting in the elevator and he's like i don't remember my memory being wiped or something yeah. to that effect
1: I definitely, I have that down. I have no memory of having my memory wiped, but I thought it could have been longer ago than Mm. this relationship with, Mm. with Obi. But I have no evidence of that because he seems to not remember every time that it seems like he, (laughs) he gets caught not remembering anything pretty much other than knowing Obi. I mean, that is the one thing he knows. He knows he knows this guy. Right, right. But, uh, but it's been 400 years since they see each other, seen each other. Right. And I love, I just love the whole time slipping is impossible in the TVA, mm-hmm. but it's happening. And Obie's like, I can't refute that. I you see the facts in front of me. I right. I'm going to have to uh, get this coalesced into my understanding.
0: Yes. I'm having trouble reconciling that.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I thought, I loved that scene. I thought it was so brilliant, right? When Tom Hiddleston goes into the past, he sees past OB. Yes. Like 400, over 400 years ago. Yes. And then as he's talking, and that OB is building new memories. Yes! Hiddleston is right, affecting the timeline. He's affecting history. And the present OB is remembering them at the same time. I loved that so much.
1: It was amazing, and it was almost like, I mean, ah, it it's such a mind maze that mm-hmm. here we have whole timelines are just completely confusing because you'd think if Loki goes back in time that then that's back in time, so then Obi will have that memory no matter what, mm-hmm. but there's some kind of master timeline that he's going back at that moment in the future time. <laughs> and mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. is affecting that moment in the future. Right. It's just a real mind puzzler. Yes. Like, there is there some sort of uh, holy now, mm-hmm. right, that mm-hmm. all these things are related to? But anyway, it just was so cool that, yeah, he has the, oh, I have the name of it, the temporal aura extractor. One would need a temporal oral, ex- oral extractor. No, I don't have one. Oh, wait, I have one. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a trope, right? That if you go back in time, you have to be careful because you'll mess up the, the timeline in the future, right? Things won't be the same. But normally, yes. you don't see it, pardon the expression, in real time. Right. Right. The person who goes to the past comes to back to the present and things are different. But I love how their take on this trope.
1: Yeah, it is just a real, it is it it just really messes with your mind. Mm-hmm. And Tom Hiddleston does some little while Obi's making the temporal aura aura extractor. I have a really hard time with that phrase. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston does a little drumming with his fingers yeah. on, the, on the counter, like and I just loved yeah. it. I wonder how much time
0: passes as he's waiting right. for that to get made. I wonder, because I did you know this the differences in ob's uniform oh that the past i didn't know to the this. present Mm-mm. okay so in the past when he's talking with logie the shoulders of his uniform are dark brown and there's like kind of a lighter brown sleeve and then the collar of the coat or the jacket is green but okay. in the present the shoulders are green and the collar is that dark brown and of course, he's wearing glasses. So mm-hmm. now I kind of want to go back and look at when that time when he says he doesn't have it to the time he has finished inventing it, and yeah. see if there are any subtle changes to his uniform that might suggest how much
1: time has passed. Wow, wow. Anyway. Well, now he's got one. And I, I just so. I just said, Obi is great. Obi is just <laughs> fantastic, knocking it out of the park. Such mm-hmm. a great ad. I mean, mm-hmm. I already loved the Loki-Mobius dynamic. And somebody could come in and kind of mess that up mm-hmm. or not. And right. Obi just enhances it. I mean, right. it was so perfect. And so Obi's concerned about these widespread power surges. Right. And <laughs> I just loved... That Obi has written this handbook for the TVA and he's yes. like, it's on every desk. Nobody's read it. Yes. And he tosses it back. Oh. And Loki catches it out of the air. And it was just so great.
0: Yep. I wondered how many takes takes. Yes. Yeah. It took to do that. because for Loki to effortless. look so
1: suave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hmm
0: Yeah, that was a that was a good scene.
1: Yeah. So we learn, okay. So we learn what we need to do. That this the whole deal about the temporal aura extractor. Oh, I actually mm-hmm. said it right this time. <laughs> is how to get Loki to top, to stop time slipping, mm-hmm. and it sounds catastrophic. It Nothing does. about this plan sounds good.
0: Mobius. Oh, my my gosh. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow! 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 <laughs> I can't believe we've gotten this far without saying it. <laughs>
0: Poor Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just again I mentioned this earlier when we were talking. I just thought Owen Wilson was brilliant with yeah. being able to say so much without uttering a word.
1: <laughs> like when
0: <laughs> he writes skin with Did yes. mark <laughs> and the dust on that like computer monitor.
1: <laughs> yes. Which then Informs Loki where he is in time because he knows that that's happened. So just so clever. And just before we get quite there, we come up to this gigantic red door, Mm -hmm. and I I, and I had to write down, God, big Mm -hmm. temporal stuff happening behind that red door. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, it was very disconcerting to think what it. What are we going to see with this loom that is having trouble with all of these threads of time? Mm -hmm. Uh, What's behind the door? Yes. What's behind the door, Monty? I'll take door number three. Apparently a temporal loom that weaves together the branches of time. (laughs) Yes. Now, did you notice this is really fast? But
0: (laughs) did you notice on the door, there's a symbol that is very similar to the X we see on the door to Cerebro?
1: Oh my gosh. Obviously, the answer to that question is
0: no, I did not. (laughs) I didn't either. I had to hear about it from Voss.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) So, are you thinking that it's just kind of
0: a weird reference that the X Men are coming? I don't think we're going to see him in this, but. Oh my God! What if we did? That would be amazing.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Like if that was part of Cerebro's skills of right, you know was right. having access to a time loom, a right. temporal loom.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know we already have mutants, right? Because Ms. Marvel, yes. but we haven't. We've got a lot of allusions to the X Men in one. We you know we got a major one in Wandavision, but and of course we know Hugh Jackman is going to be back in Deadpool. Oh my gosh. So I think it's just a thing to throw out there. I don't we're not gonna see them. Okay. Because okay. they're really saving that, I think, for Deadpool.
1: Okay. But a nice nod.
0: Yeah. It's a kind of a cool so, little thing to notice.
1: So boy, they really played this up. I mean, this this tension about what was gonna happen with Loki here. Mm -hmm. and that the the real threat of both loki and mobius getting destroyed was just wild right
0: yeah that time slipping and the
1: whole spaghettification thing looks
0: bad enough Mm -hmm. but to have basically be flayed yeah or just totally being lost in time
1: yeah yeah no thank you yeah Hmm. yeah you know so Loki's been wearing the same clothes for quite a while now um yes. w- this little shoulder holster thing he's wearing is mm-hmm. that what he kept his saber thing in, and he just doesn't have the saber thing now? I think so, yes, okay, okay, it's not a saber, it's a kind of a daggerish it's kind right. of a long dagger. I don't know what it is, but he's still got the shoulder holster. He's still got the holster thing on,
0: yeah, I wonder what the time frame is of. Loki one and two. You know how I think he has a lot.
1: I think he's been wearing the same clothes since like episode four of season (laughs) one. So lots happened recently. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to do a little research into that because I don't know how much time lapsed in season one. Yeah. I mean, I I know season two starts immediately, right? Where season one ends, but how much time lapsed? I don't know. Yes. Yes. Because it seems like all this is happening in a pretty short time frame. Even though Loki's jumping all over hell.
1: <laughs> I think at some point, oh yeah, here it is. This plan seems ill-conceived. <laughs> yeah, yes, This yes. is looking a little... So then, then we have Loki slip time again. Mm-hmm. And I have something about Doc's. So is, is Loki seeing the... The people amassing trying to go after Sylvie, maybe at this point. I, no,
0: that's sure. B15. And oh, the guy who pruned, I can't remember that hunter's number, right? But yeah, no, with the scene when Loki disappears, I could figure out, you know, because he still has that little timer like thing in his hand, he sure does, but the time stick didn't come with him, and right? It's like a weird thing. Why would one object go and the other one not?
1: Yeah. And of course, that was important that the stick didn't go because now he's frantically looking for one. Right. But yeah, why does he still have the clock?
0: Right. Right. Exactly. That didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. But I have to, I want to get to this scene where Mobius is getting ready. Obi's getting him ready in the suit. Oh, my God yes that suit the minute i saw it it doesn't exactly look like this but just kind of the shape of it and everything
1: stay puffed marshmallow man
0: well no i thought of a doctor who alien oh suntarans because they kind of have that little eggy shape head
1: and it was so poofy it was so poofy yeah and it was attached with a dryer vent Yes. That was like the biggest
0: hose to a suit that I think has ever been. Seriously.
1: I mean, it is a gigantic dryer, dryer tubing, you know, that has that accordion kind of collapsible business. I just saw
0: my note and it says WTF, the oxygen.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was unbelievable. (laughs) And then he has the crack in the visor that gets duct taped. Works for everything. Works for absolutely everything, and I didn't notice this.
0: But again, Voss—I mean, this is what they do, right? It's their freaking job. Yes. When the suit, you know, when Mobius walks into the room with the time loom, and the suit immediately starts to disintegrate, mm-hmm. the duct tape
1: does not. That <laughs> <laughs> he just should have been wrapped up in duct tape. Yeah. You know what? That skin—that skin—is not coming off if you <laughs> duct taped it on, right? you might never get the duct tape off it might be your new skin yeah but yeah. uh it's not coming off yeah meanwhile loki is totally on the hunt for a time stick where oh where's a time stick when you need it
0: damn those time sticks are never around when you need one
1: yeah who do you think now I, okay so this was very confusing to me this mm-hmm. whole scene where Eye on the prize, Loki. Mm -hmm. What are you doing bothering about this phone call or Mm -hmm. anything? Timer's up. You got to go. Mm -hmm. And he's like looking at this phone. Mm -hmm. And then Sylvie comes out of the elevator.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: does she time stick him?
0: No, she can't. Because he's looking at her in the elevator. And somebody... So
1: somebody gets him from behind?
0: I... I'm going to predict that it's Mobius, in a, from the past. Oh my god! That gosh. this needs to happen, and that Loki must have told him, right? I wasn't going to make it. Wasn't going to make it. So that's what. Oh. I'm do.
1: Okay, that's an awesome prediction because it is just in the nick of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's either Mobius I, or Obi. Okay, well, if it's Mobius or Obi it makes a lot more sense that maybe the phone was a contrived piece, part of their plan to yeah, get him in there. the right place at the right time.
0: Yes, that makes sense.
1: Here, they're sending this army to go after Sylvie, mm-hmm. and there's Sylvie right there. And whoever just stuck Loki with the time stick mm-hmm. is now going to see Sylvie right in front of him.
0: Right. But remember, Loki's in the future, and what's yeah. happening with... General Docs is in the present. Yes.
1: Yes. So I, yes.
0: Okay. The The way you said that made it sound like they were all in the same time. Okay.
1: But it's not that far in the future, right? It is the near future. Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah. All right. Yeah. And yeah, so it's... I
0: did like that the one guy whose number I cannot remember, for the love of God, I cannot remember. Oh, here it is, D-90. D-90. Oh, D-90. Of, of course. D90. Good old D-90. No, he says he doesn't believe it, right? That all of that gear and all of those hunters are just for Sylvie. But if they're not mm. for Sylvie, what would it be for? Right.
1: Questions. Good Many question. Questions? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But then it is, so I really like what you're saying, though, because then it kind of makes sense that it is literally the last possible second right? that Loki comes flying out of the loom. <laughs> like a bullet. Like a bullet that is really the only reason Mobius survives, because he jettisons him back inside. Right. There was no way Mobius could move himself fast enough to get back example. in it's a good example of just in the nick of time <laughs> yes yes and so i'm really liking because that was the thing i was most i mean there were a lot of things to be confused about but i was right. most confused about how did he get time stuck right and sylvie being right there
0: right right yeah i'm jones in for episode two. Oh yeah yeah me too me too so ready for it, so ready for it.
1: Did you spend much time looking at the uh, credits? Oh, no, I should though, and it because I did like see the suit mhm uh, so I know there were lots of pieces, but no, I did not. did you give the credits a close i I gave credits such a close look in good omens, but I don't know. I guess this one was at the end, but i I know there's a lot there.
0: well, I looked I read all of the post it notes, okay, and I don't know what any of it means because they just really make no sense to me whatsoever. There's one post-it that says continuity of ancestral pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. And then I can't read my own writing. Boy, that's bad. So I'll skip that. And then it says something about the amulet's curse, the -hmm. crackling of water and ice, uh, a re-echoed sound. Multiple reflections of the same sound, which sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. And cracks appear in the fabric of, I'm assuming it would be time, but that's covered up. Mm -hmm. His feet silent, creeping on the soft moss covered floor. So some of the stuff I want to see, do they pop up in future episodes? And then so perhaps Mm -hmm. then that these are post-it notes written by he who remains, right? Because he knows everything that happens or is gonna happen. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering if some of this is kind of like his stuff
1: that he's lo- writing down. I love that. We definitely need to have credit watch because you yeah. know, like in in Good Omens, that right. absolutely was right. the case. It it bore big fruit, and yes. yes, I I know I at least saw a few objects that were mm-hmm. relevant to mm-hmm. what I know now, mm-hmm. and that's exciting. I love yeah. I love things like that.
0: Yeah. And and one post it that really caught my attention and made me think one of them says mortality and grandeur. And then underneath that, it says expansiveness and amplitude. And I'm like, what? So there's just a lot of stuff. You should take a look at those. And there was a bunch of math stuff. And I was like, uh uh.
1: I will check out the
0: math stuff. You check out the math stuff. But there's a hell of a lot of post it notes. It took me a long time to read them all.
1: Wow. Well, keep those close at hand. That's yeah, good work done because you can go back to that list.
0: Right. And and there were a bunch of books and one was called Black Holes, The End of the Universe, and then Phoenix and Obsidian and The Final Program. Those are all real books. Well. Cool. And one of them, which one? And again, I have to credit Voss because I didn't catch this. Mm-hmm. He said one of the books... I don't remember which one it is off the top of my head is was written by Michael Moorcock and he was the first person to fictionalize the multiverse. Oh my gosh. I mean, they, I love the stuff that they put into these. They're just so, so clever. Yeah. Um, it's just cool, 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 cool stuff. Nice. But, um, but yeah, so I didn't, Pay attention to all of it. I mean, I did see the little Mobius in the time loop or in the time loom room suit, but I didn't pay a whole lot of of attention to the whole thing because it was a lot (laughs) lot going on in those credits.
1: Yes. And since I just got Disney Plus on the day this (laughs) the day this season started i am still getting a little used to the interface as well (laughs) so uh that will come as well cool so yes so i will give the credits a much closer look okay and we did have a little joy waiting through the credits because Mm -hmm. there was a post-credit scene yes And it was, as aforementioned, Sylvie is in 1982. Mm -hmm. Broxton, Oklahoma is what Mm -hmm. I have.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Ordering at a fast food place. McDonald's. I mean, I immediately was like, is that a McDonald's? Mm -hmm. And of course it was. And I love how after she's looking around, she says, I want everything. Mm -hmm. I I like the guy
0: in the background, just kind of like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Great episode. I just, I really enjoyed it. Me too. I mean, so many questions, so much unanswered, but this is episode one. That's yeah. fine yeah. to be in that position right exactly. now. Exactly. Exactly. Just but make- for I'm them- to, For the next one. Yes. For them to be able to just have it cohesively move forward without losing me completely was impressive because <laughs> there's just so much. I mean, sure. I got lost in a few places, but It's stuff that I think is going to be revealed as the season moves on. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot of faith in it so far. And in Mm. Tom Hiddleston, we trust. (laughs) Oh, we need that shirt. Or at least the button in Tom Hiddleston, we trust. I love it. I love it. Such a good actor. And to to be in this role is Mm -hmm. so amazing. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I don't, do you think, they had this whole arc planned for loki or do you think that they were like we got to do more with this tom
0: (laughs) i think it's that i think it was like we need to use hiddleston more Yeah, and i just i mean there's there's the one time slip where they they show him in profile and he's got like one leg in front and one kind of to the back and his head's kind of down and he does this great hair flip and i'm like dude you're looking
1: fine right there. <laughs> 100%, 100%. The hair. Amazing. So I will look forward. I look forward to next Thursday. Yes. So I guess now all we got to do is say bye. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Following in the Shallows is created and produced by the both of us. Edited by Moe. The soundtrack for The Wallowing in the Shallows, Loki Season 2, is Apache Rock Instrumental by Sound Atelier, available on gemendo.com. You can send us feedback at wittstvpod at gmail.com. That's w-i-t-s-t-v-p-o-d at gmail.com. Subscribe and subscribe. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Like and subscribe.